Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, aka E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter at Business Bros Pod and visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S I A S F I R S T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to take action to help others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. Because that's how you get better. I love stuff like that, like alliterations and little rhymes and stuff, you know. On our uh, on our insurance coaching side, we have Motivational Monday and uh, Webinar Wednesday, you know. Uh, I keep trying to find one for our Commercial Training Thursday, but that's about the closest I can get is... CTT? Yes, uh, Commercial Training Thursday, you know, <laughs> but you got your business bros and your... Money Coaching Club, you know, and all these different little things. CT squared is not the same as MC uh, uh, equals MC squared, right? Oh, and I I created one. uh, I don't know if I told you. I actually created a little rhyme for uh, the insurance class that I teach on uh, on the weekends. uh, Talking about liability. Protects the insured, covers the third. Protects the insured, covers the third. It was pretty cool. I had a really good class this week, so... Uh, so I'm throwing the uh, the Twitter out here because we got some Twitter shout outs. Uh, one's going to be at Posh uh, for the constant Twitter love. I mean, she's always uh, acknowledging the comments and giving us little hearts here and there. So I wanted to make sure we send a shout out to her again because, you know, if you know you show us the love, we got to show it back. That's just how mama raised us. Speaking of mama, she's in the kitchen today, right? Because it is for us our first Thanksgiving. We do one on the weekends. Are you... This- are you doing this on Facebook Live or something? No, I was doing it on uh, on uh, Twitter. Oh, like live Twitter? Yeah, I thought I was, but maybe I'm not. Oh, no, I am. Yeah, I'm, I am doing it. All so right. I'm going to throw mine in here too. And we're it's a Sunday and we're wearing our Charger jerseys because it's yep. Charger time. Charger Sunday. Right? So Twitter love, uh, at Posh Notions. We love uh, all the support, so thank you very much. And then we got another one for Just Call Me Jesse. Right. She's concerned. She was uh, writing a comment on a previous one where she was concerned with being overwhelmed and trying to accomplish like a million things at once. So, of course, I went on there and I was like, hey, you need to focus. In other words, follow one course until successful. Follow one course until successful, set up a schedule and use that time block to work on just the one thing at a time so that, you know, when you do get that thing done, you're going to feel a lot better. Dude, it's like it's like removing a like a big boulder off your shoulders when you complete that one thing. It's one less thing you got to worry about rather than trying to 
focus on doing a bunch of different things at the same time, it's never going to get done. Right. right. And I would even say the ones that are going to take the least amount of time, prioritize those, give yourself that momentum, get that going. And then once those little things are done, especially something that's going to take two minutes, knock it out, get it done, get that momentum going, and then start on the big projects. Foc but definitely focus. Follow that one course until successful. Do that one task, right? Do that one task until it's done. And then once it's done, you get to put a little check mark next to done because it feels so good to get something done off and over with you don't have to worry about that anymore so focus on the little things that you need to get done first and then progressively get to those bigger things prioritize uh that and on like what's due right so if you have something that's pressing that's absolutely going to be due like in the next 10 20 30 minutes you got to get it done do it focus just on that get it done do the best you can at that particular moment in time and then move on to the next thing right. urgent and important that's going to be your priority not urgent not important set that off to the side Get it done, but, right. but definitely get it done. Put it, keep it on your to-do list for sure. So we wanted to give those Twitter shoutouts, and we thought we'd try a live Twitter feed, see how that goes. So thanks guys for the Twitter love, very much appreciate it. This is pretty cool, actually. All yeah. right, was that it? That was it on that one. All right, all right. So we'll uh, we'll. Uh, that that, that, that was later. cool. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be cool because I, I think people are gonna see the uh, listen to this what uh, Monday. Yeah, on Monday. So people listen to this tomorrow, and uh, some folks will follow on that Twitter and hopefully check the replay broadcast there. So check us out at business at business bros pod at business bros pod. All right, next one we have on our list is of course some iTunes shoutouts because we love to do the iTunes shoutouts too. We really really appreciate it if you got a moment and you're listening to us on whatever uh, podcast. Um, app that you're using i mean we'd really appreciate a little five-star review it totally helps us reach way more people on a daily basis plus uh if you leave us a review especially on itunes it helps us uh come up in the search results a little better so we really really appreciate it and if you do leave a review we will promise that we will read it live on the air and unless you write in the little review saying don't read mine out loud <laughs> but in that we'll read your review and you know because we you know we want to say thank you for for contributing to the show so our first one goes out to justin woods 21 and justin says uh this podcast show uh shows us how salesmen's main downfall is their love for money and how desperate they are for it and will do anything for it this episode explains that perfectly and how salesmen are not good at their jobs because uh how they come off as desperate and they get people uninterested just from the fact that they uh just from the fact and that we know most likely they'll rip off, they'll rip you off, leaving you with buyer remor buyer's remorse. <laughs> so overall, great podcast. Now, Justin, by the way, um, actually these next two, these are these are students of mine. So uh, Justin's one of my students, and he actually has a side hustle. So oh, is that right? He sells brownies, and they're good sized brownies, and they're delicious brownies, and the dude's racking it in. I mean, nice. when, when I'm at school, everybody knows if you want a brownie. You go to Justin. <laughs> nice. So Justin's doing a, a good job. He's got his little hot side hustle on. He's not just, you know, talking about it. He's actually being about it. So Justin, shout out to your brownies. And the other day I saw him selling Rice Krispie treats. So he's got a down pack, dude. He's Very got a down cool. pack. Got money in his pocket because he's out there hustling. So good job, Justin. All right, next one we got is Max Bison. Max uh, Max says, um, oh, both of them, by the way, listen to the episode on uh, um why salespeople suck. Why salespeople suck. Yeah, well, actually, uh, I saw Max Bison, and I just thought M. Bison. Yeah, dude. Right? Street I, Fighter. Yes, exactly. It's funny because I told him, dude, you have a name set for success. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. If you want to be, well, I don't remember. It doesn't remember matter what. what he wants to be. 
Oh, I don't remember what country uh, M. Bison was from. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Off the top of my head. Uh, somebody hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what country M. Bison was from. Uh, but, you know, you want to be a dictator of a country, you got the perfect name for you it. You got the perfect name for it. Max uh, Max Bison, M. Bison. M. Bison. So, he, anyways, they're both listening to the uh, to the Why Sales People Suck uh, episode. And so he's saying in this one, I'm very much familiar with salesmen and the exaggerated sales pitch. The most common one I tend to see are people selling gym memberships and they want you to improve yourself. And he has quote unquote improve right yourself. And he said, my stepdad used to be one of those people. And as much as I, I don't really like pushy salesmen, I understand that sales are important for people and that they rely on commissions. I mean, that's huge, dude. If you become a salesperson, you need to, one of the first things we say is to accept the fact that you're a salesperson, mm-hmm. right? That's right? Once you accept the fact that you're in sales, now you can, you know, put your feet down on that accepting and move up, right? And start to actually do what it is that you need to do. And remember, if you do listen to that episode, we're not talking about being pushy and being going to sell people things that they don't need. That's not the type of sales we want. We want you to follow the number one rule in business, which is? Be of service to others. And if you're of service to others, helping them solve their problems that they have, you're in sales. And that's your your sales, your job is to be of service to them by helping them solve their problems. And it's usually using whatever it is that your product or service is. That makes sense? It does. It does. And uh, I was actually, I was just going to note that really, when it comes down to it, being of service to others should be your primary goal in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I have been really, really taking this in um, to everything that I do. It's not just in business and in work. Uh, where was I the other day? I was, uh, I went for a hike. I went for a hike and I was out in Torrey Pines and, uh, you know, I was with, um, or I saw a group of people that they were all trying to take a picture and the, the person that I was hanging out with, you know, we we're taking pictures ourselves, you know, doing, doing stuff, whatever. And, uh, I look over and I see this group and they're trying to take a picture and I'm like, hang on, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go be of service to others. And I went over and offered to take a picture for them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like everything that you do. If, if you just put yourself out there, put yourself, uh, behind or put, put, put other people ahead of yourself be of service to others. It's it's a lifestyle change. It is a lifestyle change. And and you got to think of it like it doesn't matter whether you're religious, agnostic, atheist, whatever. I don't care what you call it. It's it's when you put out good energy, good energy will come back to you. Right. Right. I mean, essentially, that's what it is. You can call it karma. You can call it being Christian. You can call it whatever. The idea is if you're of service to others, it will return to you in fold. And if yep. it's money that it is you're looking for, you're going to get it. If it's admiration, you're going to get it. It doesn't matter because you're living the lifestyle of being of service to other. When you see a problem that you are capable of helping solve that problem, you will profit. And oftentimes it doesn't mean that you're going to profit with money. You profit with joy. You just feel that much better in your day because you help somebody else. Yep. It's really yep. what it is. Just go out of your way to be of service to others. Help other people out. Put your put other people. Uh, it's it's empathy, right? It's like empathy. Gary V says. Yeah. Gary V talks all about empathy. He's got that new wine collection. Empathy, man. Just, empathy wines, right? Uh, think of think of others before yourself. Absolutely. All right. So now onto our actual topic, which we titled "The Real, the Half, and the Fake Entrepreneur." Great title, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, I thought of it myself. 
in yeah. a dream actually in a dream <laughs> in a dream all right it's weird <laughs> do you i don't even remember the dream i just okay. know i woke up thinking the real the half and the fake <laughs> okay all right i, I, was, I was gonna ask i was totally gonna ask if there was a story you know I, in the dream but i wish i could remember it you ever wake up you know in the in, in the morning sometimes and you know you had a good dream but you can't really remember what it was about you have like little flash memories of it yeah, yeah, I definitely. I was I was gonna make a improper, inappropriate joke, but I think I'll hold that one back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I definitely do. You know, and and those are that those are good mornings to wake up from. They are, dude. They are. So, I, anyways, I came up with it, and I you know put put it in the show notes, and then we got to it. All right. So, what is the inspiration? What does this the real, the half, and the fake entre- entrepreneur mean to you? Okay. Exactly. So, there are three levels to me of people who are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And we're all one or the other, I think, personally. We're either a real, a half, or a fake? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So let's start with uh, let's start with the real. To me, I mean, I'm skipping in my show notes here. That's More cool. towards the bottom. But the, to me, the real entrepreneur is the one who dedicates his entire workday to his business, right? Mm-hmm. The, the real entrepreneur is dependent on the profits of his business to survive. There is no other means of income right that's it right well you, uh, it, I, let me let me i'm sorry interject really quick uh the real entrepreneur yes dedicates his entire work to or his entire entire day to working on his business uh you say there's no other means of income but the real entrepreneur to me has multiple streams of income right but his he might have multiple businesses right in right. other words he's not exchanging his time for money Yes. Right. So he's not going somewhere, clocking in, getting paid, paying his bills. Mm-hmm. Right. This person, this this real entrepreneur, if you know, most successful entrepreneurs do have multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. We talk about that as spokes on the wheels, right? Right. So so yeah, he's gonna have multiple streams of income, but he's dependent on those to bring in income. There's no right. other means. Right. In other words, he's not dependent on someone else. He's not dependent on a job. Right, he's he's never well. He might be just overbroke, but he's dependent on the commissions or the royalties <laughs> or whatever he's bringing right. in his business. Right, right. To the real entrepreneur, risky is not a word that they take lightly. Mm-hmm. Do they take risks? Absolutely, they take yes. risks, but they don't take uncalculated risks. Mm-hmm. Right, they're not out there just trying things out just to try them and hoping something lands. Right, it's calculated. There's an intent be- behind their action. They have an a- they have a goal that they need to reach, and they're taking this risk. They're putting this money out. They're investing this time, whatever it is, to achieve that goal, and they're working progressively towards that goal. Right, right. So they should be uh, a real entrepreneur is very profit driven and very schedule based. He uses his time, his or her time wisely. Right. That's a real entrepreneur. Yeah, I like I like the through that her in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to put a you know gender on it. I don't know. It could be anybody. Right? Anybody's an entrepreneur. He, she, they, whatever. Boss ladies, right? Sometimes I see those. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's there's, uh, the show and also the movie uh, or not the movie the uh, the book uh, Girl Boss. Anyway, won't get too much into that. But yeah, the real entrepreneur. That's exactly right. Is profit driven, schedule based, knows what they're doing every day, has a plan. Right. And I think that's the big thing is they have a plan. They have a look. This is what my end game is in order to get there. These are the things that I need to do. And every day is progressively working towards completing those tasks to make sure that, you know, project A gets done so that we can move on to project B. And as all of the projects get done, you're really putting this whole puzzle together. And that's when the business is formed. 
Look, right? That's what the business really is. And I'll throw a curveball here. First of all, an entrepreneur also understands that they're in sales. Right? Yeah, they sure. they are okay with being salespeople. They understand that. That's what they do. Yeah, right? no, I mean, more than okay, I think they welcome it. They're, they welcome it. That's just what they are. Yeah. They're, they're looking to talk on the phone. So, you know, with that in mind, I, when I was writing these show notes, I was like, you know what? I am not a real entrepreneur. Whoa. I, I mean, I came to that realization because I do have a J-O-B on the side. You do. I am not so. 100% dependent on my, uh, my business's investments. Those are additional spokes mm-hmm. in my wheel. But I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself, based on my own analysis, uh-huh. I wouldn't consider myself as a real entrepreneur. You, however, I would. Hmm. That's interesting. I know, because usually when we talk about it, you kind of see it the other way. Yeah. But based on my own definition of the real, the half, the fake entrepreneur, you are 100% dependent on the, on business income. That's true. You That's are true. You are the one who is very schedule-based and, you know, I do the numbers, but you're very profit-driven. Yeah, and absolutely, and that's why when we talk about certain, um, when we discuss certain topics about you know the next risk that we're gonna take or the next investment that we're gonna make, it weighs heavy on it me. weighs heavily on me because <laughs> I know what those numbers are and I right? know what <laughs> like uh, how long is this gonna take? When is the return coming? What you know? Those yeah, are, those are real questions that an entrepreneur asks. For me, I don't have that. That I'm not as focused on the profit in in a short time frame as you are because I have that job because I'm de- not dependent on that income right so that's why when I was doing this I was like you know what I'm not a real entrepreneur You're I would half. consider myself a half entrepreneur interesting all right uh-huh. so the half I mean you already touched on it is not dependent solely on the business and investment income to survive right oh I want to throw this out there also by the way just because you're not a real entrepreneur in our definition doesn't mean you're a good or bad entrepreneur. Okay. That's not where we're dis- we're not saying that here at all. I'm not judging the caliber of your qualities as a business person or a mm-hmm. salesperson. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just I'm just labeling it so that we can identify it because truth is if you can look in the mirror and identify what it is you are, mm-hmm. right? Like where we try to tell you that you're a salesperson if you're in business and mm-hmm. you're trying to call yourself, you know, a professional or a consultant or something to mask it, mm-hmm. you know, just be real with yourself. Cut the BS and this is what you are. Right? So essentially you're saying that if you were to do something crazy like quit your job, right? Or if other people were to quit their jobs and focus solely on the businesses that they're building and, you know, they're they're skills as salespeople, they're essentially burning the boats behind them they and are. saying, I have no other choice but to make it in this course. Now, they become real entrepreneurs. Does it mean that they're good entrepreneurs? That Not, has yet to be seen, right? right. That is a results-driven thing. Are you profitable and are you able to pay your bills? That's where you become good or bad at, be, at being an entrepreneur. But you do, by our definition, become a real entrepreneur. Right. And for what it's worth, you could be a half-entrepreneur and be, still be a very good entrepreneur. Absolutely. You're just a half one. Because you still have your normal day-to-day job. Mm-hmm. You still have your nine-to-five, if you will. Uh, but you do something on your on the side. You have your side hustle and you're putting energy and whatever it is into the side hustle and actually building it. And if you're putting the right kind of energy and building it the right way, it could eventually take over your... Exactly. Your other income. Right. So, but right now, the half entrepreneur like me, my entire day is not dedicated to my business. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mornings are dedicated to teaching. 
Right. Right. So, you know, we were talking about this earlier, you know, outside the podcast, but where I have a hard time when somebody asks me, what do you do? Giving a simple answer. Right, right. right I yeah. always have a hard time because my background is in taxes, during taxes, and I help people do taxes. I have my real estate license. I do real estate training. I'm a teacher, right? I teach math. Mm-hmm. We're mostly financial algebra, mm-hmm. right? So I have all these different hats that I wear, accounting, right? So how do you like say exactly what it is you are, mm-hmm. you know? And and then a business owner, well, that's a little too vague. Like what do you know? So, uh, you know, today I came up with, I, I'm I'm a sales trainer. In sales training. I'm in sales training. Here's my podcast. Here's my podcast. At Business Bros Pod. Because that's essentially what I do, right? When I sit down with a client, I'm either doing the sale exactly, help trying to help be of service to them, mm-hmm. or in class, I'm sales training, helping them, you know, become better entrepreneurs themselves. In your high school class. In high school class. I love that. Right? Or in our podcast, we're in sales here trying to help our listeners be better entrepreneurs themselves not to mention our twitter followers not to mention our twitter twitter followers right all the whole time it's just sales training i've accepted the fact that i'm in sales mm-hmm. and i'm in sales training right but that's just still, what we do but still consider yourself only a half entrepreneur because of the fact that i'm not 100 percent dependent on the business income mm-hmm. right i use the business income to increase assets Right, but I'm not dependent on if if I have a, a month where we spent all the money and we went and bought I don't know we went on vacation somewhere it wouldn't hurt me right whereas you you're like no 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 whoa I got bills to pay there buddy right <laughs> <laughs> so you know whoa, Nelly I'm not as profit driven and for me risk is more acceptable right because I'm it's okay for me to just squander it away if it didn't work eh, it didn't work right so if I wanted to blow you know a thousand dollars on Twitter ads because I wanted to give it a shot no big <laughs> deal right but for you but I'm looking at it like what, what, what the, the hell are you doing? doing right exactly so that's the difference to me between a real entrepreneur and a half entrepreneur for me the risk is not as uh, for me risk is more acceptable better said right yeah 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 you're I'm, you're less risk averse I'm less risk adverse right I'm, I'm not accountable to winning and can move uh, you know, quicker on things right. without that so, fear of And it's it's funny, uh, you know, it's funny. Everybody has some level of risk aversion, right? Of course. Everybody does. Uh, yours is just, you have a higher tolerance for risk. However, I'm the stock trader. Yeah. I'm the day, I'm the day trader, yeah. right? You actually so, take risks. And I actually take risks all the time. And, you know, even though I haven't made a ton of money on it yet, in fact, I've lost money, not going to lie, lost money on it. But the more I work it, the more I learn and the better I feel about it. And I honestly, I know that I'm getting better at it. And, you know, I have spurts where it goes up, 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 and then I make a mistake and I lose. And then I have spurts where it goes up, 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 and then I I make another mistake and I lose. And I just keep learning and learning and learning. And even though I'm risk averse, right, I still use that type of risk to continue to learn and improve my skills in... Uh, you know, decision making and and risk analysis really is yeah, what it is. It really is. It really is. And and but but assessing the risk is one of those things that that I'm gonna throw the fake entrepreneur under the bus here. They don't do mm-hmm. right. So so we've had the real entrepreneur. We've had the half entrepreneur. And you know, speaking of risk, let's talk about the fake entrepreneur. Look, the fake entrepreneur claims to be in business, but probably just has a hobby. Right. Give any examples. Um. Let's see. Let's give an example. Just kind of throwing that out there, putting you on the spot. A fisherman. 
Okay. All right. So let's say you're you love to go fishing, mm-hmm. and maybe you have a boat, maybe you rent a boat, whatever, and you bring some buddies on, and you charge them, and you get to essentially take your boat, your fishing trip for free. Yeah. Okay. I got right? you. So you've you're doing what you love to do. Uh huh. You've brought other people on. You've charged them for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, you made a profit because you went for free. Right. And you start to call it a business. Got it. Got it. To me, that's a hobby. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. And and there are a lot of people who do many things that are craft related or fun related at what they love to do. Mm-hmm. And they spend a lot of money on it. They're not really in it for the profit. They're in it for the experience. Right. Right. They want. They don't really have accountability to expenses because they have their jobs. Right. Right. They're just spending their discretionary money on something with the concept in their mind that they're going to make some money someday in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I talk to a lot of these people, especially during tax season, <laughs> because they're like, well, I'm in business. <laughs> That's why I want to write this off. Are you though? Are are you in business? I mean, it, it, I well, I filed my uh, DBA with the state, and so I'm registered, and this is what I do, and uh, this is this is what I can write off. I mean, it works for the tax write off purposes, right? Right. You know, and that's really what they're coming after. They're are, are they are you doing this because it's a taxable thing, or is your intent to make a profit? Because even the IRS is going to tell you, if you're not making a profit three out of the last five years, the IRS can come and reclassify you not as a business, but as a hobby because you keep filing your return as really? a loss every year. Huh? Yeah. So go back to the episode with uh, with Ray Teasdale and we talk about that, you know, as far as, you know, your, your Schedule C is concerned. You're supposed to be, your, your intent is to make a profit. Right. The IRS knows you can lose money, of course. But if you're constantly losing money year over year over year, you got six, seven, eight, nine, ten years of losing money. Mm-hmm. You're not a very good entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, option A, right? Right. Or option B, you you're, you're it's not, a hobby. It, you're doing it for fun and you're trying to write it off. Right. You're not and actually in business. You're not actually in business, right? And so, so to me, the fake entrepreneur is is that one who's not really understanding that what they're doing is a hobby and it's fun and they love to do it and they're probably really good at mm-hmm. it, right? I mean, because that's what they Ooh. do all the time. So I'm not, again, just like, you know, when we talk about the real uh, entrepreneur, we're not saying that this person's not good at what they do. Mm-hmm. They may be the best at what they do. Mm-hmm. They're just not in business. They're not an entrepreneur at this point. They're just having fun with the illusion that they're in business, right? They right. like to talk them talk about themselves as the CEO of their company, but it's like a one man show and they've sold like a hundred bucks in the last 12 months, right? <laughs> like it, it's not, you know, really their feasible thing. They work on their business in their quote unquote free time, right? It's not something that they're focused on. To me, that is what I would define as the fake entrepreneur. Right? Got it, got again, it. Again, yeah. again, just to throw it out there, I'm not saying that you suck at whatever it is you do. All I'm saying is don't, you know, you're not, we're not classifying you as an entrepreneur at this point. I actually, I, I thought of another example that may be a little bit more personal to me, right? Is the uh, folks who are out there traveling in RVs, <laughs> right? And making a business from it quote unquote air quotes yeah right and look there are some people out there who have done that and do that very very successfully uh enough to actually pay for some of their rvs they get a bunch of sponsors to pay for all their different uh equipment that they use and etc and so on there are some people out there who really have turned their rv travels their their lifelong and lifestyle of travel 
into a real business. Think of Anthony Bourdain. Yes. Right? Like, R.I.P., but that's what he did. Like, he, he turned his travel and his love for other cultures and everything into a real business. He was not a fake entrepreneur. But there are definitely some people out there who, you know claim to want to uh, make a profit from it and get fame, you know, Facebook famous or Instagram famous or whatever it is, uh, but they're not really doing it. Right. And, and that's the thing, because even doing that, even trying to be social media famous, I mean, in our own experience with the podcast, with our, with our Twitter feeds, with our Facebook mm-hmm. feeds, all that stuff, it is almost, it's literally work, yeah. right? It's hours of commenting mm-hmm. talking to people communicating right editing recording yep. i mean there's a lot that goes into it so it's not just you know what you see on youtube or what you hear on the podcast is the end result of a production yeah of time put in and so the fake entrepreneur is doing a lot of the recording maybe mm-hmm. but not necessarily the editing and the then posting or the planning and all that stuff so again it's not that they're not out there doing what they're doing really well. It's just that they're not doing it as a business. And right. there's a big difference between, you know, doing it as a business and doing it as a hobby. So that's how that's how we, that's how I was thinking about defining the real, the half and the fake entrepreneur. So, again, again, I'm saying this a million times because I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not trying to call you, you know, no, you suck at being an entrepreneur. No, what what I want you to do is look at yourself and be completely honest. You know, I, I have plenty of experience in business and plenty of uh, ventures going on currently. But even even that, I don't classify myself as a real entrepreneur because because of my time dedication for mm-hmm. me. Right. So I'm okay with that. So which one are you? You know, I mean, it's important to be honest with yourself and understand what area you fall in. Because once you're clear about that, once you know where you are today, mm-hmm. if you do want to change where you want to go, you know what things you need to work on. And and it really comes down to, uh, again, it's scheduling, right? I mean, if I have my part-time job in the morning, I know from 7 o'clock to 1130, I'm out of school. Right. I can't set an appointment. I can't have a morning call block. Right. I can't jump on conference calls at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. So I, I but I'm honest. Even though we try to get you every time. I try. And during a past period, I can get on for a few minutes sometimes or if the schedule changes or whatever. Right. But which one are you? There's no way that you're going to transition to where you want to go if you don't know where you are today. Right. So focus your attention on, on being profitable or focus your attention on having fun with your hobby. But don't, you know, mingle don't mix the two and and Mm -hmm. assume you're trying to make a profit when you're really having a hobby you're going to take away from the desire and the fun of having that hobby Mm. in my opinion because being an entrepreneur is no part-time gig yeah i told you i have the the morning thing and it it clears into my schedule but i told you this this podcast episode came to me (laughs) in a dream Mm. so if i'm telling you i'm thinking while i'm asleep or i'm thinking (laughs) before i go to bed i mean If you ask my wife, she kind of gets upset sometimes because she'll fall asleep and I'm laying in bed doing Twitter till like, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, whatever it is. Still working. Still working. And it never goes off. That that entrepreneur click in your head never goes off. So just remember, focus your attention. Are you here to be of service to others and to be profit oriented or are you here to have fun and continue with your hobby? Be honest with yourself and decide which one you want, right? What is it that you want to achieve? Do you want fame? Do you want fortune? Are you looking for an escape? Are you shooting for profit? Look, without knowing what you want or where you are, you're going to be stuck spinning your wheels. And again, just to reiterate, 
real entrepreneur, half entrepreneur, fake entrepreneur. None of these says that you're a good or a bad entrepreneur. It's up to you to make that decision and plan accordingly if you want to be successful. So remember, on our show, we try to be as brutally honest with you as we can. I think that's why listeners listen to us, right? Because we're trying to be honest with you, right? We're just throwing it out there and you're going to make the most of whatever it is that you're going to make the most of. So make sure you go to our our, uh, website. Actually, if you scroll in the show notes and you want to sit down and we'll talk one-on-one because remember, November, we get one-on-one coaching calls with business bros sorry i forgot to cue that's you. all good my bad so anyway scroll in the show notes schedule your free coaching call get that thing squared away so you can start business bros oh now you ah. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get your stuff going right away all right or follow us on twitter at business bros pod or on facebook at cs first and that's all we got for you guys today peace bye-bye and i'm out <laughs>